It is the Chicagoverse Unlimited podcast, featuring interviews with the premier artists and industry in the Chicago music community. My name is Haima Black. I host this podcast at DynastyPodcast.com. This week, Mike Golden and Friends. Here's how that sounds. Haima Black here at the new Dynasty Podcast headquarters in Bridgeport, and we are here with Mike Golden and Friends. How are you doing, sir? All right, all right. How's it going? Good, man. It's uh, it's good to talk to you. We were talking before the mics, and I think the last time we had you on the podcast was about two years ago for groceries, right? Yes, it was about two years ago. Man, that is crazy. And A, I can't believe it's been that long already, and B, it feels like a lot has happened in that time. Has, has it felt like that for you? Yeah, you know, as far as we've played a lot more places we've traveled we've did a whole other album you know basically almost did two albums and then cut it down to one so we've just been making music and playing shows and kind of trying to repeat that you know what i mean but take it to the next step so it's been a busy two years uh but i think it's all in the record it all comes out in the record the new record yeah and the new record it's called utopia um it was just released uh what a few weeks ago december january 7th yeah that's right it was january i remember listening to it i'm like this is the first like big local record of the year because it had just come out like a week after yeah let's talk about that like when did the seeds kind of start getting sown for this album like were any of these songs that you were working on during groceries or did these all happen kind of after that period uh man some of them when we started right after our first house of blues show last july we started uh recording for the soon to be next album uh you know i know i wanted it to be another lp originally i had another name for it and we were building it and i think i tracked like eight or nine songs with scott and that was literally like a year ago a year and a half ago um and after that, it just, we kind of took a break because we were taking a look at the songs, you know, and we're, we're just being very, very, uh, you know, I don't know, specific with what we wanted this time. And we weren't going to release anything until we were completely happy with what we were about to, you know, invest all of our time and money in uh, that we've been doing, you know, for our whole life so far. And uh, I think... You know, I think that the the next album, I don't know, what do you guys think about uh, the songs that we recorded first with Scott, like the first group of nine songs that we tracked with Scott? Were those old ones or were they newer ones? I think they were. Yeah, Yeah, let's get names here too. Yeah, my name is James, man. I play bass with with Mike and the guys here. Um, But yeah, the new record, I don't know. I think uh, these are definitely the more sophisticated songs that we've written over the past couple years, you know? Uh, I think that's a good word for it, man. These do sound more sophisticated. I was struck when I was listening to it that this had very much a more mature songwriting approach, it sounded like. It sounded a lot more mature in the listening to it. Was that kind of a the experience when you guys were recording and writing? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think I was taking a look at the songs a lot more as, you know, songs. I just wanted to make a one through ten, no filler record, you know. I I, I tried to do that with groceries, but, you know, and I still, it it is what it is. I love groceries for what I love that album. I really do. Awesome. But I, uh, I really wanted to take this one to just a bigger, you know, I wanted the music to really hit. We wanted to make a bigger splash than what we did with groceries, and I felt like the way to do that was to integrate what we were doing with what kind of what's being done all over the place with additional production as far as rock bands, you know, 
becoming ad- adding a lot of digital effects to a lot of their stuff, whatnot. Which before I wasn't afraid to do that, but I didn't want to lose the organic, like instrumental side of that, which I feel like a lot of the bands now are doing. And they're saying, you know, that they're trying, you know, they're putting out this rock and whatever, and it's rock and roll, but it's still. I feel a lot of it loses the organic f- feel. And I, and in the process of the songwriting, what I wanted to do is I wanted to integrate my original, you know, concept for the the whole industrial sounds and and organic natural uh instruments in the music with the digital side and add digital drums to uh, you know real drums on top of that uh, you know we went to electrical audio to record one or two songs um, I think you know that was one of the awesome that was one of the best studios we've been to uh, you know Steve Albini's place and that was really cool being there you, you know that Steve did in utero and that's one of my favorite records and um, but we didn't work with him you know me and Scott uh, we had Scott engineer the whole the whole set when we were there and you know I think the coolest part about electrical was the drum room and tracking best part uh, I don't know if Jason wants to talk about the tracking drums for, for uh, best part at electrical yeah this is Jason I play drums for these guys but uh that, yeah like Mike said the best part about that place was it was the ceilings and um, as soon as I set my drums up and started playing it like you already knew it was going to be they're going to sound like the best you had to do really nothing to them and they came out so clean you know I think that was definitely my best experience in the studio was that electrical I mean everything about it was awesome I mean it was a a real cool experience being there and uh, not even not even knowing what you know we we knew we weren't going to be able to do the whole album there but we just wanted to try it out and and you know we never went we haven't none of the previous projects were at a professional like real studio we were doing it in an apartment we're doing it in our basements and so like i said we wanted to mix it up this album we did some in our apartments some in the basement um and then we did like one or two at electrical and then we took the rest of the record uh, to Classic, which is Classic Studios, and we had Chris Classic mix it and gift uh, cartoons, who I did the worst with with uh, Rocky Fresh about shit like two and three years ago now. Um, yeah, we reconnected and you know we got on the same page of you know we wanted to integrate sounds and see what we could do and see if we could take the music to like the next step. And the whole idea was to make the concept the the Utopia album like a movie. We wanted it to seem like a movie, and um, yeah. I, I just really think we built it into that, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, man. I mean, that sounds amazing, and especially the part about you guys, like, never having done a studio experience before. I can't remember, because it was, like, a while ago since you and I talked. Did we say on the last interview, did you say, like, you recorded part of the last album, like, on a phone or over the phone, or am I thinking oh, of that something? Was, yeah, like, when we used the phone microphones. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that, yeah. We still did that. Be a big, or was we that? We still did some of that. That was, you know, that was the pre... We recorded... We recorded most of the songs and all the live instrumentation with Scott Stewart, who we've done all the past albums with. And he's the one that integrates that, you know, homemade microphones and contact mics and stuff like that. And he was basically, you know, the producer of basically the whole album, uh, you know. And then once we tracked everything with Scott and he produced most of the tracks, then we took it to Classic and Gift who was the executive producer, um, along with myself, we kind of added, decided what we were going to add to it, what we 
we're going to take away to it and how we can make it this cohesive thing to make it more, you know, we felt like I think what was missing in some of the other production is, is some of the soulful, you know, blues, uh, you know, Chicago sound uh, that I think we integrated very well in this album with some of the songs like Hey Jane and and we, we took it back to some of the tree stuff like with Little Bit or Paxi Bonham and then, you know, I, I mean, I just really, uh, I'm really pumped to to have that out finally and have it off my chest because it's been so damn long. Yeah, and you know, like, again, talking about the sound of the album, I feel like it is, it's definitely not like, I don't think, a hard rock album. It's It feels more soulful, and something I've always thought was interesting with, you know, with Mike Golden and Friends is that there are not a lot of, you know, you refer to yourself and the band as a rock band. There are not a lot of rock bands that make it on sites like Ill Roots, you know, and I know that you guys have done all sorts of, like, crossover work with different, you know, hip-hop artists in Chicago. Why do you think Mike Golden kind of, you know, as, as the band, not like you the person, but Mike Golden the band, you know, is able to cross into some different territories and different genres and different spaces that, you know, not no. really as many, like, quote-unquote rock bands are occupying. I think a lot of the rock, like a lot of the, I think we've talked about this before, a lot of the rock acts are afraid to collaborate, you know, one. And then, you know, two, it's hard for them because they don't really have that sound. I think it's really in it's in the voice and the, and the rhythm and, you know, the music we play. It's into what we listen to when we grew up, you know. We're from Calumet City, you know, Illinois, Lansing, Illinois, Hammond, Indiana, you know, uh, and we just play in Chicago, and that's because that's how close we are. We're 20 minutes away, but the way we grew up, you know, that's what we were listening to. I'm listening to R&B and hip-hop growing up, and that's, I think it definitely comes out in my vocal melodies and in my songs. You know, you could tell that I'm riffing off a lot of stuff that we used to listen to in the 90s. We're 90s. A lot of my music, I think, is very much influenced by the 90s, you know, as far as mixing grunge rock with some of the R&B and pop music that we used to hear in the 90s. I think I do a lot of that, but that's just because that's what I love, you know what I mean? And I'm trying to, like, make it uh, up to date and put, a, like, a little futuristic rock spin on it, keep guitars in it, but, you know, see what we can add to it by adding digital and additional production. Um, I think it's possible. I think, like, Hey Jane with Vic and Donnie Trumpet, that was, like, one of the first ones that I was like, yeah, I really want to do this on the next record. I want to see if we could come out with a soulful hip-hop, like, rock record mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, wasn't along the lines where it wasn't something like Lincoln Park would have did, or it wasn't something like uh, you know I don't I don't know we're gone along those lines. Like Cypress Hill yeah, or something. You know like what that. I mean? It's it was kind of more still about the instruments and about like the jazz blues soul side of it, which was kind of interesting. More like maybe the roots or like you know I I kind of I like the black rock mm -hmm. uh, what they were doing you know at that time and. Uh, that song, uh, I really, like, I had that made for, like, Vic and Donnie, like, I, uh, Nico. I, I wanted them on it from the beginning, so that was really cool that they were, like, all, like, down for that. Well, and you go back with a lot of the hip-hop talent in this city, right? Like, I know that you've collaborated with Rocky. You're talking about, like, Donnie Trump and Vic Mensa. Pretty sure you've done stuff with Chance, right? Oh, no, I've just, uh, you covered, Chance. you covered Chance. I've covered Chance, yeah, yeah. I've covered Acid Rain, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was, uh, yeah, I'm a fan of Chance, man. He's a good, good guy, but, yeah. uh, yeah, Vic and uh, Donnie and kids these days, man. I'm I'm a big fan of them. I got Sticks, uh, the you know the drummer mm -hmm. on my album, and Lane, who's now playing in Merrill, which is awesome, uh, and he plays bass on Tequila Co in the album. Um, and then 
you know, I got Vic and Donnie. I, I still want to work with Macy and Liam. But uh, kids these days in Rocky, both we took them to Eastern Illinois for their first times on two different occasions. And, like, they opened for us. And, and then, you know, hip-hop kind of took off in Chicago. Man, and it was it. just yeah. like, whoa, like a wave. And uh, But they're all so fucking talented, you know. Uh, you know, I just went to that farewell show for Donnie, trumpet, and, that, and he was singing, you know. And I've never even seen Nico sing before. So yeah. it was awesome. Uh, everybody's just working together. And it's it's really cool seeing being at classic and seeing everybody come in there i swear to you someone different was in there every day that is like household names on like twitter and ill roots and fake shore and like it was pretty cool seeing everybody there and uh knowing that that was one of the first rock records that chris ever did you know he's ever worked on and that was really cool because i thought that was really cool we were mixing what, what everyone's doing in chicago with this new rock shit that i'm trying to bring to the table and um I think it helped to put the flavor on the album that it needed. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, now that the record's out, kind of what's the move in terms of moving forward with it? Now that, you know, we're, we're it doesn't look like it outside, but we are approaching spring. We're going to be approaching touring season. Yeah. Pretty soon people are going to be able to leave their house without it being like 40 below. So what, where does where do things go from here with you and the album? Well, yeah, we just presented like the album at a at a house big house of blues show uh, two, yeah. like two weeks I saw ago. Saw the video from that. I wanted to make it out, but I wasn't able to. Yeah, it was bad weather that night, man. But it was awesome. We got a big crowd out there, and it was really cool. Uh, I think we put on a, a good show of showing of what we're trying to do, like around the globe now. You know, it's just yeah. as far as uh, we put our show together and we're ready to hit the road. You know, we're whether it's we got to open for a national act or we got to hit the road ourselves. You know, we're gonna do it this spring and this summer. Um, wherever, wherever we can, you know, we're gonna South by. Uh, you know, we're gonna try, but you know, we gotta see. Uh, yeah. They're they're not too nice with the the independent bands these days. It's kind of rough to get a group out there. Now. I mean, we were just talking about that before the mics, and it is difficult, I think, to um, to measure the return of like driving in a van and performing when now the big deal is like if Prince is gonna play, if Justin Timberlake's gonna play, if Arcade Fire or Beyonce or you know whoever. So yeah. Free ticket is to go to see the show. You know, no one wants to pay a cover anymore down there, and and everyone, it's cheaper to f fly and pay a rapper to go down there because it's one person. You know, right. rather than for a label to fund six guys and feed them and house them for a week. You know, let's just you know, pay one or two. And and like you said, we could send someone down there uh, with an interactive badge to to meet the brands and talk to the tech people, and that might be bent more beneficial than than uh, than going down there in a van and, and spending all that money. You know. Um, yeah. When drunk people are really the only thing <laughs> listening, uh, I stole your life. I stole your life. No, man, it's exactly what it's true. You know, and I've I've talked about that to a lot of artists, and so far I don't think anyone's actually bid on that. But I'm gonna, I'm, I really want someone to do it because I really want someone to either be able to be like, hey, that was great advice, or be like, what? The, that was awful advice. Stop telling people to do that. So. Yeah, you're right. Someone yeah. is gonna say something, but oh well. Yeah. I, I feel like we went down there, and it's. I feel like it's gone crazy and crazier to the bigger artists, catered more to the bigger artists sure. every year. It's more about like some Katy Perry MasterCard yeah. event or whatever, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, when's the next time we're going to see Mike Golden and Friends playing live in Chicago? I know you just did the House of Blues show, yeah, but know. I'm sure a lot of people are going to be like, I want to go out when it's nice out. Yeah, like, you yeah. know, we're working on uh, some videos and some content to uh, help people really break down Utopia. You know, we're going to do a making of series, and um, where we have footage at Electrical and at Classic and with Sticks and with Vic and Donnie and we're going to do that and we're going to put out some music videos like I said I think we have something coming for Valentine's Day and um 
after that, we're going to try and hit the road. We're going to get, we're going to have merch. We're going to have new T-shirts and hoodies, and we're trying to brand Utopia out there and 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 see what people think about it. And then the process, keep writing, doing what we do, make music. Yeah, man. I a I, I always love hearing new music from you guys. I'm not saying that because you're here, but I don't book anyone for the podcast unless I legitimately am a fan of them as an artist, as people, their music that they make. Because we have no, like, you know, this isn't a radio station. We don't have anyone telling us who to book. This is all just based on personal taste. So big fan of the album. I'm a big fan of what you guys do. And honestly, man, this album is so catchy. I have literally, while we're talking, I have the... Um, the title track in my head, like looping. So we're doing a video with that with uh, Austin Vestley. So that's gonna be awesome. That dude is super talented. We had him on the podcast last year at South by. Actually, we caught up with him, and I'm really I, excited about that dude. It's uh, I'm a fan of his, you know, and, and we haven't gotten to, we're friends. We haven't gotten to work together though. Um, but now it's gonna happen, and, and I think and Elijah Alvarado is gonna do Every Morning Love. So you know what, man? I don't like. Not to give anything away, I think we might have a Dynasty workshop type event maybe with those two guys you just mentioned. We can't really announce it yet, but we're in the process of maybe finalizing something with those two because they're doing... Yeah. They're really talented dudes. So, uh, yeah, be happy. Uh, look forward to that. I'm, I'm waiting to be on the next songwriting uh, podcast for that one. Well, I was going to say the other thing I want to do, you know, make happen at some point this year is, again, legitimately, I'm a huge fan of the music. I would really love to, like, set up some kind of event, whether it's, like, a private listening thing or, like, something where you guys are playing live, maybe acoustic, because, mm-hmm. you know, to me... I'm being selfish. I would like to see that. So I'm like, I'm going to call on that favor. Let's do something cool. Let's do something. You know what I mean? Dynasty Podcast. I'm a big supporter. I'm pumped. I'm glad that you asked for us back. Dude, I love it. I love it. And I'm glad that we got to have you guys back on the podcast. It's been way too long since the last time we did it. Um, And I hope the next time we make this happen is not two years from now again. Yeah, true. You know, uh, we'll make sure that it's it's in a couple months. So be ready. I think (laughs) Um, Mike Golden and friends. The record is called Utopia. Where can people grab that mygoldenandfriends.com you can get it for free if you can't afford it or you can buy it if you really want to support good music so I like it man Uh, thank you so much for coming and taking some time hitting up the new spot and telling us about the album I look forward to talking soon thanks man appreciate it this has been the Chicagoverse Unlimited Podcast thanks to Mike Golden and Friends for being on the show this week you can find more Dynasty Podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, my name is Haima Black, Dynasty Descent.